0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. Blizzard has big trouble in Little China, and I have a cat on my lap. Meow. Big trouble in Little China. That's a good reference. That was a good job. Uh, Thank you. I Golf clap on that one. Uh, that's what you get when you come to Gamers 2 Podcast, the weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest like cats and laps. I like cats. I almost saw a cat murder a rabbit today when I got home from work. That would have been interesting. There's cats that meander around my yard. They're um are. That's true. I don't know why. It's just a thing. And, um... They do be doing that. The rabbit ran by cat. Yeah, it was clearly stalking it and was like, hey, where are you going, motherfucker? There was a chase. Uh, It did not result in a kill. Ah. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. The thrill of the hunt. It is. Thrill of the hunt. Saw a red cardinal this morning. Oh. We have cardinals that hang out at our house every winter. Cool. Just in case anyone's curious. Vibes. Yep. Vibes. I feel really guilty because when we moved into our house years ago. There was birdhouses everywhere. So it was an old lady's house. <laughs> Explains a lot, actually. It was an old lady's house, and there was all these like eclectic birdhouses all over the place. And also cat beds all over the porches and stuff. Uh-huh. And naturally, we're like, what is this garbage? Tore it all out. Now, I regret it. Because I'm like, we destroyed all these birds' houses. And we used to get all these birds. We'd get all sorts of these crazy birds. Like, all wondering where their homes went. Exactly, they all show up, and it was it was amazing and mag- and like all fucking majestic. And then you know, obviously, we get like a pair of cardinals that show up now, and that's it because we demolished all our homes because we're terrible people. Just put them back, like. Well, yeah, that's that's my uh, I, every year. I'm like, I'm gonna put up a birdhouse, like one of those big birdhouses, or put up some birdhouses. I also want a bat house. Because oh, I want bats. I don't like bugs. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, it's not that I don't like bugs. I just ba- like bugs to be at a normal level. Yeah, yeah. Or a normal population. So, I got to throw some uh We can have a we can have a conservatory day in like March or something. Yeah. Cuz I need to throw up some more birdhouses mm-hmm. cuz some of the ones I do have up that are back out yonder mm-hmm. have collapsed or deteriorated. I need to like rehang a couple of them. Yeah. Do a little. We should, do a little we should do, make a two-day it. event. We should make a, a day where we just build birdhouses. Oh, you want to do that style? Well, I'm not saying we have to, but I feel like that'd probably be the most economical. Well, I feel like that would also, like, you know, we get your kid involved. Well, he's too little for that shit. No, he's not. He can handle, like, a nail and a hammer. Clearly, you want a nail for your foot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it'll be the spice of my spring. Your wife won't be there to yell at us that it's a bad idea. And we just vibe. It's a bunch of dudes hanging out. Bunch <laughs> of guys being dudes. dudes. Building birdhouses. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your dick. Uh-huh. Uh, the bird podcast. Bird. gaga <laughs> gah Bird law. You know about bird law? Bird law. You want to know what else I know about, Matt? What do you know about? Is it something in case you don't want to go outside and enjoy the birds? I got things that'll keep you inside. Inside. Burn your eyeballs out. Technically, I guess you could take the Switch outside, so a little bit bit 50-50. But we start with number one, Solasta, Crown of the Magister, Inner Strength DLC. Number two, Bound by Blades for the PC. Number three, Bravery and Greed uh, for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, and Switch. Uh, number four, Edengate, The Edge of Life for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number five, Floodland for the PC, also known as Florida and Hurricane Seas. <laughs> uh, number six, Inertial Drift, Twilight Rivals Edition for PlayStation and Xbox. How close do you think that they're like we can't say initial D, but inertial drift. There's a line, there's a there's a line in initial D where like everyone gets shocked and they're like inertia drift. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, basically. Uh Tokyo Surfer Car Gang. Yeah. Uh number seven, Pentiment for the PC Xbox. Number eight, Smurfs Cart. The Switch number nine Somerville for the PC and Xbox number 10, Siberia the World Before for PlayStation and Xbox number 11, Modern Warfare 2 Battle Pass. Who cares? Number 12, Warzone 2 <laughs> for everything that Warzone is on. Number 13, Aspire 2 for the Oculus Quest 2. Number 14, Extinction Eclipse. For the PC and Switch. Number 15. Frozen Flame for the PC. Number 16. Goat Simulator 3? Question mark? Three. For the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 17. My Fantastic Ranch. For the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Got some quality games this week. All I'm saying is if if My Fantastic Ranch doesn't have a co-op mode. And it becomes our Fantastic Ranch. I'm sad. I mean, isn't that basically the game that? Was it Funhouse that was playing it? It was. A, I, I think it was a. It wasn't Funhouse. Ram Ranch. Yeah, it wasn't f- Sark. Yeah, it was. It Sark was Ram Ranch. But Bruce uh, was there too. I think. Yeah, Bruce was in it. APL was in it. APL Sark on, was in it, and I think Diction. Yeah. Yeah the the name of the ranch was Ram Ranch, but uh, it might have been Ranch Life or something simple. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, number 18, Oakenfold for the PC. Number 19, Organs, please, for the PC. You think that's like papers please? papers, please. Papers, please. Organs, please. Are you an organ donor? You are yeah, now. Every now and then, just somebody tries to suicide on the barricade. Number 10, Star Sand for the PlayStation Xbox, and that's it. Star Sand is a, uh, a chemical. Use to clean uh, brewing equipment and kegs, odorless and tasteless. The more you know. Yeah. Also uh, edible, which is why they use it. It's amazing. It's I don't I don't I don't believe it first off. that it's edible. Or yeah, I mean the whole tasteless? idea is that it's food safe. Yeah. Well, have you drank it? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm I mean, sure I, I have. Mean, oh, I mean like directly. Not, like, no, like... not directly. Like but, just do a shot of star sand because you're bored? I have not done that, but seeing <laughs> having seen it in action and how well it cleans and what it can clean off and how quickly, I'm like What's that doing in your body? Cleaning it. Oh, oh yeah. Aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. You have what I would call a fresh colon. Yes. Um, Possibly missing a layer or two of skin as well. I mean what do you flesh. need? That? What do you need that for? Yes. It's right. just going to protect you from more star sand. Now you get it directly into your system. Right. You get the alcohol directly into your system. Bring of blood. You're a cheap drink. Uh, number twenty one. Wobble Dogs, console edition, which implies there's a PC version uh, for the Switch. Number twenty two. Dark Pictures Anthology: The Devil in Me. They're just like cranking them out. Cranking them out. They're like. <clears throat> Crazy them out faster than a teenage boy and a something, yeah, something disturbing, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a disturbing story for you. Oh, I can't say it on podcast. Okay, (laughs) I was like, is that how? What? (laughs) Oof! And that is a potential tease and a half to somebody. Forgot all about it just now. (laughs) I, I now I don't know. What triggered that? I'm not sure I want to know. Uh, let's see here, number twenty three, Heidelberg, sixteen ninety three. The bread, Heidelberg bread. For the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Yeah, all it is is a needing simulator. I, I'm gonna Google this because I'm wondering what this is now. Uh, right, hold on, let's just comment. Do on you this. remember before before you look it up? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the fun with my kneading joke. Do you remember the slap the soup or slap the noodles game? I do not. So that was another one that we watched Funhouse play. There was a plate of noodles okay. in front of you, and it was left click to left hand slap, right click to right hand slap, and you had to slap them. And then somebody something would show up, and you had to hide from that. And then you had to keep slapping them. The whole thing was about getting a good slap on the noodles. You just slap the noodles. So now this is me picturing this, but it's you having to knead dough, and then hide from like whatever <laughs> things coming after you. Uh that's so weird. Okay, Heidelberg sixteen. I know my references agree. Is a uh, action horror game where you need bread, uh, or do you play a, as a grim, man? bloody but satisfying gothic horror action game? One made more tense by giving you such a limited weapon with your musket eh. i'm I'm less in, intrigued by my joke of a game, yeah, I mean your yours would sell better, I bet I don't know about that sentence. I'm pretty confident mine might make it on more gimmicky YouTube channels, yeah, which in turn sells games. And number 24, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I forgot those existed. Yep, they came out. Does anyone care? Yeah, there's a bunch of people playing it. Okay. Okay. I'm not one of them. I saw some memes going on Reddit that make more sense now, knowing that that game came out. I think think this game might be broken or missing some crucial. uh, My understanding Uh, is that it runs like shit. Yeah. Take that for what you will. Well, Pokemon. Yep. Last pretty looking one was Let's Go Pikachu. Let's and Go. Let's Go Eevee. And <laughs> oh why do they do that? Money. Greed. I was uh, just having this no, no, conversation. The greed the greed game was There was the bravery first- and greed. I was just having this conversation that, like, Nintendo, even though, well, I guess you could say it is Nintendo, it's the Pokemon company, I think Nintendo is, like, the largest stakeholder in it. I mean, yeah, they're also Nintendo-exclusive titles, so, yeah. Gets away with a lot compared to what other companies would get away with. via For sure. Via public opinion. The Mob. Yeah, it's a little bit of, like, it's a Pokemon. Uh, It doesn't have the same, what's the word I want? Not freedom, but the same problem that Call of Duty has, where, like, a vocal minority can bitch all they want. Yeah. It's still going to sell buckets. It's kind of in that same vein, just Mm -hmm. not at the same scale. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Like, I'm going to complain about Scarlet, because I think they look like shit. I've been annoyed with the visual style. Like, the... When I played Sword and Shield, I didn't care about the whole national decks issue, which was a big thing. I cared how bad the... I can't even remember what the name of the adventure area thing was. Um, The Wilds? Whatever. I think it might have been the Wilds. I, I played the game, and I don't remember. So, uh... I was annoyed at how shitty that looked. And it was like, alright, well... Then Arceus comes out and you're like, Oh my god, they're just they they like, are getting better with doing the mechanics and doing certain things and then like visually in the world they're sacrificing so much. And I'm like, please just do both. Please I don't know. I The whole like and it's a it's a larger issue I have with Nintendo in general. It's just like their insistence on mediocre hardware and then you have developers i don't know i don't even know at this point is it is the is it incompetence like they can't they can't make a game that runs well or they can't make a game that looks good and runs well or something or if it's just like they're trying to make a game that looks better than it than it should based on the hardware that they're limited to part of me wonders if they do try to to do the well it's an artistic style and i'm like yeah, but, like, Breath of the Wild is an artistic style yeah. that looks good. Your artistic style looks like shit. Yeah. Artistically. <laughs> anyway. Ray's been playing it, so maybe I'll watch Yeah. I'm sure you'll watch it. Yep. Um, Background noise, you know. I'm going to forewarn you. Oh, not, not a thrilling week. All right. Well, then I got evens. Okay. And I will make it thrilling. Okay, number one, Reuters found some interesting details from a newly unredacted copy of Epic's 2020 lawsuit against Oogly Googly, the Google. Uh, Apparently, Google has spent hundreds of millions of dollars on deals with leading developers to dissuade them from launching their own app stores on Android. The documents showed that Google paid Activision Blizzard. $360 $360 million dollars over three years on one such agreement, with another $30 million dollars paid to Riot Games over one year. In total, there were 24 deals highlighted between Google and big name developers, including Ubisoft, Nintendo, and non-gaming app providers. The deals were part of quote Project Hug and involved payments for posting videos to YouTube as well as credits for Google offerings such as advertising and cloud services. That should have been called Project Hush. That would also be funny. But maybe a little too on the nose. Oh, deliberately on the nose. <laughs> Project Hug. Smother them. Uh, how much, like... I always have this thought with... um With, like, military stuff. Because, you know, I, I read a lot of of random... Books that are in that vein, but like the things that we find out about way later, or like things that were top secret like thirty or forty years ago, oh, yeah, and you're when just like, gets, like declassified, and yeah, it and you're just like, what do they have now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel that way about companies when you find out like companies do things, and you're like, what are they getting away with that we don't know about? Yeah. Oh, this patent just came. A- <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Citing this court case in the year 1890, what are you doing now then? <laughs> Interesting. Those corporations are up to something. As per tradition. And number two, Blizzard's of biggest games will become unavailable in China after its long-running partnership with NetEase ends in January. Since 2008, China-based NetEase has handled publishing duties for the likes of World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, and Overwatch, often extending and renewing these deals over the years. However, the two parties failed to agree to terms for a renewal, and the partnership will end on January 23rd, at which point the following titles will be suspended in China. Diablo III, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, StarCraft, all the titles, Warcraft III, Reforged, and World of Warcraft. Blizzard had said it will cease new sales of these titles in the coming days, but the upcoming releases for World of Warcraft, Dragonflight, Hearthstone, March of the Lich King, and Season 2 of Overwatch 2 will continue as planned. Diablo Immortal, which is co-developed by NetEase and Blizzard, is covered by a separate agreement and will not be affected. There was some, uh, little, I think a little bit of underhanded mudslinging going on between these two. Probably, but I think everything's going to get resolved. I think the majority of this reasoning is partially due to the Microsoft merger. And Microsoft already has a big presence in China, like, it'll just be a a matter of time type of thing. Or Microsoft mm-hmm. itself will just publish it. Yeah. So I did see. I did read that. Um, if. If Activision Blizzard doesn't. Recommit to the agreement with NetEase. And or find. A different different Chinese publisher. Uh, to. To publish their games through. They're going to have to get all their games. Recertified through China's gaming agency bullshit yeah that black box yeah which you know we all know how that goes money yeah so yeah i i kind of agree with you i think like every all these companies are obsessed with the chinese market because of the like untapped potential so they're not gonna just let it no i don't think they would let it just fizzle out but it this all broke based on you know uh, I can't remember if it was, like, an earnings call, or somebody read the fine print somewhere else, and it started getting picked up, and, like, Blizzard themselves didn't really talk about it, and then Wowhead posted the article of, like, oh, yada, yada, and then every WoW creator started reading, we were like, we can't lose China, like, there's, there's, there's so mm-hmm. many good players over there, and you don't want to alienate your fanbase, I'm like, we're months out from this actually potentially happening, technically, I mean, I guess two months, really, yeah. But it's like there's a lot can happen. There's then. no way they, in my head, as a corporation, there is no way you let it ride to the point where you go. It just yeah, sounds you know, we're like we're gonna drop. I don't know, sixty million in revenue for no reason. and Blizzard released a statement. Nettie's released a statement, and it seems like they're just both posturing. Like one or both of them are hung up on some key points, and they're trying to like. You know, play chicken with the other company. Yeah. So. Business as usual. Right. I mean, yeah, it really is. Uh, Speaking of business as usual, number three. A little update on some of the drama from last week. Bethesda has said that composer Mick Gordon's allegations regarding his involvement with the the Doom Eternal soundtrack is an unjust account. Last week, the composer accused the game's executive producer Marty Stratton of lying regarding the musical project via an open letter he wrote in 2019. He also alleged that Stratton and Zenimax Zenimax lawyers offered him a six-figure settlement to take the blame for the soundtrack fallout. There's a lot of playing words on here. Uh, Bethesda's statement on Twitter said, "We reject the distortion of the truth and selective presentation of incomplete facts. We stand ready with full and complete." Documented evidence to disclose in an, an appropriate venue as needed. End quote. You know what that means? Lawsuits? We go to court, baby. Going to court. Yeah, I when even going before going to the courthouse, baby. And, and we're gonna su- paycheck what <laughs> it was a mixture. Of, I was I wasn't sure where we we're gonna go with sued, getting money, getting paid. Yeah. Um The general consensus online. I have no frame of reference for any of this, but I, you know, reading some internet comments. So like everyone know, everyone on the internet is right. Yeah, they're telling the truth. Yeah, Twitter's not dying. What? Um, don't gonna get canceled. I can't get canceled, Matt. You get your account locked by pissing off Elon Musk. Only I can cancel me, Space Karen, as some people are calling him. Um, (laughs) it's pretty good. Yeah, Space Karen and Lizard Karen, but Lizard Karen's kind of been quiet lately. Is that one? Is that. Uh, yeah, it is. Zuck? Yeah. The Zuck. The Zuck suck. <laughs> suck the suck. It's one of those fucking weird uh, gerbil water bottles with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, you know how convenient it would be, though, to just have one of those?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a like brilliant constantly in the idea. house, and
0: you're just. I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, that's fucking genius. Um, (laughs) Us us being jealous of gerbils. (laughs) What was I saying? (laughs) People were like... Uh, I was getting canceled by Space Karen. Oh, yeah. Um, Even before Bethesda's statement, people were saying that this was going to result in a lawsuit. Because... Yeah, once you started slinging it, you better have been prepared for. Yeah, because you're gonna get a defamation thing if you're not careful, and then. Well, that that was the thing was I the assumption is, and I think he I think he is is the composer is suing for defamation. Well, yeah, he would sue for defamation, but then they would just countersue you for lying, and yeah, you yeah, end up paying damages instead, and back and forth, and it begins another lawsuit, and another one. Number four, Ubisoft and Riot Games unveiled the Zero Harm in Comms Research Project, which aims to improve AI to protect players from harmful communication. The firms said that with their in-game research, the database they'll develop should cover every type of player and in-game interaction. Ubisoft and Riot explained that with the data they gather, the AI system should gain nuance and context. The companies also intend to expand the project into an industry wide collaboration. Additionally, the publishers said that they will share their research findings with the industry next year. And I have multiple questions, Matt. My first one is who's playing Ubisoft games online? That's a fair point. I mean, um Rainbow Six and then the six people playing division, I guess. Yeah. What when do we go down this like when do we get this obsession with making chat like safe i guess like ooh, i have like multiple different answers to this but because like, i the last the last thing i remember where I you're, was like you're oh that's to, a good idea rather than space karen you're about to sound like space boomer i'm just last warning time, you you want to talk about getting canceled matt last time well i'm just very <laughs> much like leave me the fuck alone Um, last thing I remember where I was like, oh, that's a good idea, was when Xbox rolled out the whole thing where they were doing, which just went away almost immediately, where they were doing the thing where they were like, you could choose what, like, what fucking like ecosystem you existed in. You could be in the underground that was like unrestricted. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that ever actually meant. Nothing. Because they never like implemented it Yeah, it was more just like. Yo, kind of what like cl- what click do you feel like you hang out with? Yeah, but it was basically like, you know, it could be like, no. And I, for one, was always an No parental controls or like, you know. No, Casual. Yeah. So now it's just turned into like, everyone needs to be nice to each other online or else we won't, you know, no one, whatever. I don't fucking know what, like, okay, say they get the system up and running, but well, then what happens? Do you get banned? Do you get like muted? do you get you know it's just i have a I have a fast solution. What's the fast solution? Turn off chat well, yeah, you're welcome that's that's my point though I know but like we problem solved that's my point. If I leave me the fuck alone, so like if I don't like what people are saying on chat, they make this am- they some fucking genius came up with this amazing button. Called mute. I'd like to take credit, but let's be honest, I can't. The past (laughs) (laughs) life—I was still alive, I think. But yeah, (laughs) you never know. So, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Just one of those random things that gets me all fucking like. I mean, it's one of the things all jazzed up. There's, there's a couple things. Couple, couple things. Another one. The first thing of the couple mm-hmm. is everybody that's about to scream free speech that that doesn't protect you here. Yeah, they don't know what free speech means. That's literally go read it again. That's not what that means. Yeah, because I know somebody's gonna complain. Well, it's two things when it comes to free speech. Okay, all right. What are we? Okay, su- subsection. B. don't think A. that. <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it means. Oh in subsection B. In subsection B is. Free speech doesn't mean no consequences. Oh, all right. Then subsection C, uh, free speech is literally only uh, in terms of what the government can and can't tell you. Not yeah, co- not yeah. corporations. Which is which is a that doesn't mean what you think it means. Okay, so a section I. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think we I think we broke that down enough. Part sixty nine. Oh, hey, nice. Um, <laughs> section nice. <laughs> the other part is yeah. Just back to yours. Just leave leave me alone like i don't join voice chats like if i whenever i was playing a shooter like call of duty or whatever i get into the lobby and if everybody's not muted everybody's about to be muted normally i would always hang out in either playstation party chat Mm -hmm. xbox party chat at the time discord calls like whatever i'm not participating in game Mm -hmm. oh but then are you know you can't talk to your teammates you know you want to have an uh, inclusive okay that's fine but, somebody opens their mouth, I'm muting them. Like, mm-hmm. I do it, I when I play League. Oh, somebody says, not mute. Like, I'm just not, I'm not here to deal with you. Oh, but you can win if you communicate. I can win if they just shut up, actually. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier for my mental. I'll just, no. No, nah, mm-hmm. I'm good. But also, I mean, there are the whole jokes of, you know, you wouldn't have survived a 2007 Call of Duty lobby. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, there's a lot of people today that would not be able to survive the literal vitri- vitriolic things that were said at those points. Yeah, different times. And time. are still said, because now those people have just gotten more creative. Yeah. Uh, would this just jog my memory of... Um, I still hear hard R's get dropped. Oh. It's good that you don't know what I mean. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I got you. Now. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That just jogged my me memory of a oh. random conversation I had earlier this week about Warzone, the new Warzone that we were talking we're about earlier. We were at the gas station the other day Do it. Anyway, sorry. And, um. well, yeah, you're in, for some reason, where we live. Has it, some weird fucking like southern streak through it that I don't really understand. Anyways, yeah, um, that's, that's true. Actually, <laughs> I do have the vibes of an Alabama. And I'm yeah, it's like that doesn't make any any sense. Like, anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Warzone and proximity chat and how you can um. You can like join forces with another team. Yeah. In the mid- middle of a and game. And proximity chat can be kind of funny. Like, yeah. Because you get it with, uh, you can get it when you kill somebody. Yeah. You can usually hear them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's kind of cool because like, oh, hey, nice shot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then other times it's just, it's people that the the chat isn't like the, the chat is the, uh, it's not the cause. It's not the. Symptom? It's not the it's not the symptom it's the it's the outlet yeah of usually something else that's also like wrong with the person mhm like whether they're really bad day at work and now they're just letting it out on strangers online and they've never like learned how to control emotions or whatever like there's just people that you can listen to and know that they break controllers frequently or slam their keyboard slam their mouse punch their monitor like that you know that they 100% have anger issues yeah and it's like, dude, <laughs> you need to just chill. Mm. Nothing you're not making you're just chill, man. It's not worth it. Go smoke a joint. Like I, I've never understood I've I've known one person I think that I know has snapped controllers. And he's a very, very good friend of mine. I've broken controllers. I well it wasn't Matt, but I also believe that. Uh there's this one time, uh, but he, it, I used to have a fan controller. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, the air fan yep, ones. Yep, and for sweaty I, hands. Yep, I had sweaty hands. Oh, I, I still I, do. I do too. Yeah, I'm right there uh, with you. I got mad and I grabbed it by the cord and swung it around and Oh, that's an effort! And slammed it out of the ground and then stomped on it with my heel until I ripped the heel of my sock and caught up my heel and there was like blood all over the place. <laughs> you know the funny thing is I actually can like picture that because I've watched you lose it before and that just does fit. But also uh, the person I'm thinking of had a, you know how flimsy the DualShock 3s were? Yeah. You could literally take it and they, it was, like, and they did it, yeah. and they just twisted it in like a hex twist mm-hmm. and just snapped the thing in half. And yeah. I was like what the Fuck. Like what? Why? <laughs> I put the remnants of the fan controller into a Tupperware. Okay, and left it on the top of the Entertainment Center console, so to remind me to not do that, control myself, control my anger. The last controller I broke, I I snapped it in half. I I did the the torque like that and yep. fucking and broke it in, in, in half. half. I, yeah, I've, I've never. I've like. Uh, every time a controller has died from my hands has just been eventual like joystick failure or button failure just from use not from mm-hmm. like me trying to snap the thing in half yeah and yeah are there times i get like mad at a game yeah but i'll just like take the minute and just kind of chill like i'm not breaking my shit the i'm not problem- punching holes indoors like my problem is like i don't in my mind i have a very clear difference between an inanimate object yes and something yeah. that's like you alive you know what i mean so like yeah. i don't have a i don't have the you know the no function when it's an inanimate object i just don't respect it i'm like yeah i'm like that's th- I see, if I'm angry, I see an inanimate object that I feel is replaceable. I'm like, oh, motherfucker, you get that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, mean, I get that <laughs> to a degree. There's just that part of me where I compartmentalize or like, internalize a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I'll just let it stew. And then eventually I'll just kind of be like, that's, so, that's just so bullshit. But I'm not, I'm like, all right, just eventually it might take me a while to like get it out of my system. And not let it, like, just kind of eat at me. But I'm not going to go break shit over it anymore. And, I mean, the one guy that did break the controller, I know he is better now. It, yeah. it is He's calmed himself in his old age. Mm-hmm. Uh, the age does. It, it does. It calms you down. It does soothe you a bit. Where uh, you just... Well, I don't know if it's so much it as soothes, soothes you. It soothes you, but it also it just, puts, it puts it in context. That or... You break it, you're literally now having to replace it. Very true. Or it just, you know, you you just die a little bit inside slowly over time. So, right, which so is so you just have so no soul. There was still one I remember. <laughs> it was more a joke than anything. So it was, isn't really a serious outburst, but it was pretty funny. Uh we were playing FIFA there were three of us. And the the way it worked was winner stayed and you only stayed for two games. So mm-hmm. you, it was the typical play to rotate. Mm-hmm. And then you so you always were only two, but the it was the you know winner stayed yada yada um and i don't i don't think i had lost that night and people would just always get frustrated when they were playing these people would always get frustrated playing me i would there were a couple people in the front group i would always lose to mm-hmm. but in this scenario i was able to win and they got pissed after one of them and took like a can of spray deodorant and they were going to throw it and before he even threw it the other buddy was like I probably wouldn't throw that. He's like, what? There's nothing over there. And that really, it was like a bookshelf with some, like, uh. he's like, well, what about that, like, statue? And it was a little, I don't know, four-inch, five-inch, like, kind of Merlin-esque Gandalf statue with, like, a wizard hat. Mm. He's like, well, what about that statue? And that's what he's pointing at. he's like, ah, whatever. And he hucks the thing and impales it on the statue. And now we have a... (laughs) Deodorant, deodorant bomb bombs. having gone off in there and it's just windows open fans trying to blow everything out because it just smells <laughs> uh, That's a great uh, absolutely hysterical moment because of course what's the one thing he hits is the one thing we go but what about that and nails it <laughs> the luck alright or lack thereof <laughs> yeah if I had any luck it'd be bad luck Um, number five I believe that's what we're on Xbox boss Bill Spencer has shed more light on why Microsoft has, for now, abandoned its plans to release a streaming-only version of its game console. Uh, Spencer was interviewed on the Verge's Decoder podcast with VGC reporting that he attributed the decision to pause work on Keystone due to costs. The console, quote, the console we built that now people have seen, Keystone, was more expensive than we wanted it to be when we actually built it out with the hardware that we had inside. And we decided to focus that team's efforts on delivering the smart TV streaming app, end quote. He went on to say, quote, I don't want to announce pricing specifically, but I think you've got to be $129 to $99, like somewhere in there for Keystone to make sense in my view, that we just weren't there. We weren't there with the controller, and I love the effort. The reason it's on my shelf is the team rolled up their sleeves, and in nine months they built that thing, and a bunch of us took it home, and it worked. It worked really, really well. End quote. I mean, he's entirely right. That is the price you need to be at. Yeah. 100%. And also, it makes sense that, hey, they built it. Okay, get them to do this this streaming Mm -hmm. app while you wait for hopefully prices to come down for you to be able to offer the same thing. Actually, it fits in now, so I'm going to scroll down there real quick and say it. Um, Taking into account, I mean, this is for context, Microsoft right now has dropped the price of its Xbox Series S console to $250 for the holidays. Yeah. So, like, when you can put your your console, your low-tier console or whatever, on sale for $250... You can't have a streaming stick or whatever approaching that. That's just yeah, not, no. You have to be. It's a bad value yeah. from a consumer perspective. So, but it all checks out. It's about what I would expect. Yeah, and they might. I I kind of expect that they'll revisit that. Well, landscape might change by then to where they won't need it. But they, I'm sure they'll revisit it. But now that ha- now they have it. a prototype, and everything's easy forward. Oh yeah! Hey, we've, we've done just... it once. Hardware's hardware changed. Can we, you know, put the software back in and do the same thing again? Yeah, Moore's law: hardware will get what you need will get cheaper. So, number six: another week and another round of new studios. This week's theme seems to be seed funding. Seed funding. A lot of seeds. Estatology Entertainment seeds. has raised four million in a round of seed funding. Aesthetology was founded this year by ex-Wargaming developers as well as developers who worked on Half-Life 2 and Dishonored. Their first game will be an FPS. Noodle yeah, Noodlecat Games announced that it has raised 4.1 million in seed funding. Noodlecat was co-founded by a trio of Epic Games veterans. Much of the Noodlecat team has prior experience at Epic, although EA, BioWare, PopCap and Flying Lab Software are also well-represented. Methodical Games is a new AAA game studio formed by games veterans from Epic Games, Respawn, and Infinity Ward. The team has raised $15 via a funding round. The team says that their first game is a multiplayer action-adventure game with an emphasis on close-quarters combat set in a fantastical world. (laughs) Interesting. And finally, Astrid Entertainment has secured a high seven-figure pre-seed investment from investors, including NetEase, Stardom Ventures, and Tower 26 Ventures. Astrid Entertainment will be a remote studio for now, with the leadership team revealed in the coming months. The studio will be working on a multiplayer title. Lots of new studios. New Um, studios, new games. Yeah. I mean, not to get all serious and doom and gloom, but I feel like... Oh dare you? I feel like, you know, we've heard nothing but new studios for the past, like, couple, two years or so. Since 2020. And uh, with the state of the economy and the forecast on... Doing great. On what uh, the... Only can go up from here. Some... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some analyst group, I didn't. I don't think I had included it in here, it might be in the short section, but some analyst group said that in the next, I think, year or two years, they expect the gaming market to actually decline by like 6% or something like that. I suspect in our, in the next couple of years, we'll see a lot of these small developers that just got started. Be bought by Embracer Group? Yeah. absorbed by Embracer Group, Tencent. NetEase, NetEase, Microsoft. Microsoft and maybe Sony. Probably not Sony. Sony will only react after somebody else buys the other ones. Yeah, they'll buy like the the buy the buy rate for Sony will be like one to three. If these were all on or three to one. And if I these are on say. a tier list, everybody will pick off all the S's and A's and then Sony will buy the first D and everybody will be like, but there were Bs available. <laughs> and then just say they're gonna make it a support studio for Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog, dog yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, all those studios that just launched, congratulations on your future job supporting Naughty Dog on The Last of Us Remake Part 4. <laughs> uh, or, sorry, Last of Us Remake Round 4. I can't wait to come back to that in a couple of years and, like, randomly remember it and be like, oh my god, we were so close. <laughs> yeah, and then and then do the, oh, why were we so close? <laughs> oh, There are god. certain futures I don't want to see. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I have the unfortunate ability, Matt, to predict the future. Yeah, and unfortunately as well, those ones are the most likely ones to happen regardless of, you know, your mystical powers of. So let me let me let me switch future right now. Okay. Which one do i like the most for this sentence? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. Noodlecat will release a banger of an indie title. Okay. While Astrid Entertainment will shock and awe with only with having roughly 7 million and not knowing anything about them will be the one that surprises the most at the Game Awards in 2025. I can tell you a little bit about them Don't. as far as Okay. I make these predictions on whims and okay. and urges. So we're, we're I was tempted to take the easy way out and say the guys that made fifteen million are gonna be the ones to do it. But that's a coward's move. Well, that's also the you're inadvertently smart about it because mm. these are all the first three were seed funding. So they were that that they were getting investing money. Astrid Entertainment hasn't even hit that phase yet, and they already have money. Mm-hmm. So, all I'm saying, Matt, but I can see into the future. And Astrid the has the least stuff set in stone, and the least like right. They have the least anything, but they have the deepest deepest pockets out of the four of them. I can tell you why if you want to know why. Nope. Okay. At Noodle Cat, love the name. So they can't fail. Oh yeah. So we're going to we're keeping an eye on Noodle Cat uh, and the, the downside, the reason that Noodle Cat has to do a uh, banger of an indie title, EA BioWare Popcap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't do a triple A title. Yep. Yeah. Uh. All right. those are the ones we're going to be watching. Mark it down on your calendars. And then you Game can... Awards 2024. I said 25 for Astrid. 25. All right. No- Noodle cat I did not give a window. Okay. I would expect if they do an indie title it'd be a little bit quicker of a turnaround. I would too. But uh, we won't put that pressure on them. I'm <laughs> let them thrive. Let them let them stew, make some noodles in uh. cats. <laughs> or a cat out of noodles. Okay, that's better. Not the other way around. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number seven. Let's talk about Embracer for a hot minute. Hell yeah. Embracer's Q2 was pretty good with its net sales growing 190% year-on-year. But we're not here to talk about financial results. No, because who would want to talk about a 200% year-on-year increase? <laughs> who does that? There were a few updates from said financial results worth mentioning. Embracer said that Saints Rose reception, quote, did not meet the full expectations and left the fan base partially polarized. Because you didn't oh. fucking do anything. Going forward, its developer Volition will be fully integrated into Gearbox, quote, where which has all the tools, including an experienced management team in the U.S. to create future success at Volition. End quote. R.I.P. Volition. idios is it? Well, how did he say it again? Idos. Idos. Ido Shanghai was absorbed and will be known as Gearbox Studio Shanghai. Gearbox getting bigger. <laughs> Gearboxers <just> mercing everyone. <laughs> You're mine now. Don't um, mind if I do. <laughs> yeah? Embracer announced that it purchased the Risk of Rain IP from uh, Hopo Games. Hopo Games, Hopu Games, I don't know, for an <laughs> undisclosed sum, uh, and I think they did that via Gearbox. Of course they did. Why wouldn't they? And then finally, Phil Rogers, currently the CEO of both uh, I ID- Eidos oh, Montreal and Crystal Dynamics, said Legacy of Cain fans have been heard loud and clear. After the recent survey where they asked about the IP, they received over 100,000 responses with 73,000 completing the full survey, which I feel is actually kind of impressive. I always love the we hear you loud and clear because they don't tell you the second part of that sentence. Which is we hear you loud and clear, we don't fuck give off. A fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we hear you loud and clear, so that's what we're not gonna do. Yeah. It you it's not what you want. Trust us, we know what you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, so funny. No, nah, we hear you loud and clear, we're looking into it. Yeah. Yeah, embrace a group. I mean a lot of the um that that big 200% 190% number is um a large part of that is their acquisitions but they did say I don't know what the fuck this means but they said it so I'm going to repeat it they did say that 30 I think 34% of that was organic growth so I don't know what that means I'm I I, I guess I'm going to assume that they mean just like Organic growth, as in like what we had going before, and not including our acquisitions. Yeah, they didn't take any supplements for it. Yeah, <laughs> no steroids. Yeah. Oh uh, jeez, all natural, <laughs> all, all natural. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, you're ready for this one? This one's gonna be a good one. Sure. Another Microsoft and Sony update related to the mudslinging bullshit that is Call of Duty. A quote from Phil Spencer. Do I have a Do I have a Phil Spencer voice? I don't think I do. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not going to make one. Okay. At least not in this sentence, because it's too long. <laughs> uh, quote, I'm totally open to making a contractual commitment to Sony for some number of years that says, okay, we're going to continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation. I'm totally open to that. No issue at all. It's not about at some point I pull the rug underneath PlayStation 7's legs and <laughs> yeah, you didn't write the contract long enough. But there's no contract that could be written that says forever. This idea that we would write a contract that says the word forever in it, I think is a little bit silly. But to make a longer term commitment that Sony would be comfortable with, regulators would be comfortable with, I have no issue with that at all. Quote. Uh, he also clarified that a commitment would be for native COD on PlayStation Game Pass would not be required. So can we like, should I do like Phil Spencer anger translator? <laughs> uh hey sony fuck you and your stupid forever idea yeah you can have it for money yeah mine. <laughs> i just at this point it's getting well it's been annoying for a while i just kind of want them to wrap it up like all right just just let them it's the it's the band that keeps coming back out for the encore and you're like can we go home I don't even know what song you guys have left now. I just want—I just want to be like, let them have Activision Blizzard, let them fix it, and then we get games again. Yeah, a little bit of can we move on? You guys have been dragging this out like the fucking people that keep going back to the Rexes. This is like the whole unlimited bacon and games thing. Oh God! You want unlimited bacon and no games, or no bacon and no games? What? <laughs> Uh, you fucking idiot. Just take the bacon. <laughs> I failed genie school. <laughs> Classic. Or do you want unlimited games and no games? <laughs> oh, now we're getting into the games. Unlimited games. I'm just remembering that entire inbox episode now. I love it. Just We're getting into it now. Oh, we're in the weeds. Nominees for the upcoming Grammy Awards have Why been announced. Are we talking about the Grammys? A specific category for the best soundtrack of video games, quote, and other interactive media, end quote, was announced earlier this year. The inaugural nominees in that category are Aliens Fireteam Elite by Austin Wintry. Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok by Stephanie. Uh, that's a weird economy. <laughs> that's what I was like. That looks like economy. Economo. Okay, sounds good. Call of Duty Vanguard by Bear McCreary. Uh, Which is really weird. What, the Bear McCreary one? That that Bear did Vanguard. Yeah, I don't know. Bear's the guy that does God of War. Yeah. Along with a bunch of other things. Like, Bear Bear kind of kills it. Mm -hmm. That's that's the only name I recognize. I'm like, oh, shit, I know that person. Austin Wintry uh, is on the... Play Watch Listen podcast with Lana Pierce, Troy Baker, and Mike Pithel. Hmm. Okay. Let me just name drop some things here. You did. You did just come and fucking drop the mic and peace. Uh Marvel's <laughs> Guardian of the Galaxy by Richard Jock. And uh Old World by Christopher Tin. So, yeah, Grammys. I don't know. Weird, weird nominees. Yeah, it is. But speaking of nominees, the Game Awards decided to live stream an announcement of their nominees this year, and here they are. There's a link in the thing. I'm not going through it because you can go look for yourself.
1: Well, I'll, just... let me. I'll
0: do game. I'll do the game of the year one. I'll okay. All right. I'll allow that. All right. Game of the year. Uh, there were six nominees, and they are a Plague Tale: Requiem, uh, Elden Ring, God of War: Ragnarok, Horizon: Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I think we all know what's going to win. Ooh, I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. I think. I think if they actually show percent, which they never usually do, if they show percentages of the vote, which would be very, a very cool thing for them to do, mm-hmm. I think you're going to see God of War and Elden Ring be very, very close to each other. I think um, it's going to be Elden Ring. Popularity contest would suggest that, but remember, recency bias is massive. That's true. I also want to point out that Elden Ring and God of War are in almost every single category. That sounds about right. I can't wait for best racing game, God of War. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're riding that sled thing. Best racing game. Yeah. I mean, it counts. Ignore the fact that those things accelerate faster than any car I've driven in Gran Turismo, but like. You know what I mean? Those the wolves, the, and the, the wolves, the yeah, the wolves. And the, yeah, they accelerate so damn fast. Oh yeah, you they're they're like barking thing always fucks me up though. Yeah, there's that. They make weird noises. Dogs, man, <laughs> weird noises. How many years has Starfield been on the most anticipated game list? Uh, too many. Yeah, it I, shouldn't I count anymore. I agree. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. What other weird things am I seeing here, I mean, real quick? Nothing. Um, Grand Seven is a shoe in for sports and racing games. Don't even know why they fucking. I guess is are Madden and FIFA not on there? FIFA's on there. Yeah, NBA. So. so you say shoe in because you and I both agree, but then at the same time, popularity kind of skews things. I don't even fucking know what Ali Ali World is. Uh, skateboarding. Ah, uh, now I know. The most, you know what the most where's interesting where's PGA Tour golf for us? You know what I mean? I uh, yeah, exactly. Not on anything. Well, no, because not, not on yeah, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the interesting category that I'm curious to see what's gonna win because it's actually stacked. Oh, is best adaptation? It's got Arcane, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, the Cuphead Show. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Uncharted. So it's an adaptation of a video game, obviously. Okay, so the first three are the competitors. Yes. The last two don't count. Yes. And that's a hard one. It is. Yeah, exactly. Because the Cuphead show is damn good. Yep. Edrunners, from what I hear, is very good. And Arcane was great. Yep. They were all super well received. Yeah. That's going to be tight. Yep. So therefore, Uncharted will win, and I will hate... Everybody, but we'll you know cover that at a later date, I'm sure. Yeah, we will. All right, and uh, was there wow news this week? Uh, depends on how you look at it. Uh, phase two of pre patch has begun. Okay, Drac Fear are now available. Okay, you can be a dragon dude, dragon lady, dragon lady, obviously. Whatever, yeah, thick tail. Alright. And Do they, then... have tails? <laughs> they have tails? They have tails. They can have tails. tails. <sighs> yeah, yeah. There's like whatever million customization options for Dract Fantabulous. Um So there's that. Uh Aldeman, the Legacy of Tier, uh new dungeon is available on normal. That'll be one of the ones that done mythic for the Dragonflight stuff. Uh that's really it. Pre patch event going on. So, get gear, get I leveled up. I read somewhere that the XP to get to 60 has been significantly reduced. Yes. Someone did the math. Specifically I don't know from 50 to 60. Okay. I don't know if it's accurate, but the statement I read was that it was reduced by 57%. Pretty close to that, yeah. It's kind of nuts. You can get there in, a, in like a couple hours. Amazing. And then you're ready for Dragonfly. Uh, Amazing. It's almost like Blizzard's like... And you want to know the fun part? What's the fun part? That doesn't really affect anybody that's going to be listening to this? Yes. Everything from right now being the 18th to the 20th? 18th to the 20th. Got it. Welcome back time. Free time to play for the weekend. Wow. It's almost like Blizzard's like come back to us. Or now's a great time, new people. You can fly all as a dragon. With your thick tail. Matt Matt never leaving Dragon (laughs) Form, just sitting in towers, staring against the wall on that tail. Hey, what'd that tail do? (laughs) Uh, Now for some questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on. Number one, Sonic the Hedgehog creator and former Square Enix employee Yuji Naka has been arrested for suspected insider trading. Number two, U.S. District Court Judge Thomas Zilli ruled that AIM Junkies has failed to prove that Bungie illegally accessed the personal laptop of James May, one of the company's managers, not the Top Gear presenter. That we know of. Allegedly. Number three, Dead Island 2 has been delayed. The game was previously expected on February 3rd, but is now due on April 28th, 2023. Or as Nate said, 2025. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Yeah, well now it's sure the fiscal year, so I'm pretty sure this thing has been de- uh delayed into oblivion since the last time we saw its first trailer 4 years ago. Yeah. The German Federal Parliament has increased the national budget for the games industry to $73 million. Unveiled in 2020, the Games Fund offered government support for up to 50% of developer costs. Number five, the International Olympic Committee has announced the Olympic Esports Week will run from June 22nd to the 25th next year in Singapore. Number six, Swedish games publisher Thunderful has acquired UK indie Jumpship for an undisclosed sum. Jumpship has released Somerville, just released Somerville. I read that earlier. The studio's debut title. Number seven, free. to Does that mean Jumpship? participated in Brexit. Ah, I get what I mean. Number seven, free to play multiplayer shooter Scavengers will be shut down at the end of the year. Improbable said it will close scavenger servers on December 16th, 2022, as it's seen a decline in the player base. One might call this shutdown. Probable. Number eight, NASCAR rivals. Why did I read it like that? Developer motorsport games is on the verge of collapse. Almost all of its board of directors have resigned, and the company has been losing money since 2019 because you attempted to make a NASCAR racing game. Yep, making a laughter number so nine. We just shoehorned it in the Gran Turismo Seven or any other racing game. Yeah, contact EA and ask them what are they doing with Project Cars? I want to put NASCAR in it. Wait, what? What do you mean Project Cars? <laughs> number nine, Lionsgate is making a Streets of Rage movie. Derek Kolstad, who created the John Wick series, is writing the script and producing the film. I, for one, hope it is filmed in that side-scrolling weirdness of Streets of Rage. They... Could be cool. It'd be kind of Kung Fury-esque. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be. It definitely could be cool. Don't think it would be uh, you know, mainstream success, but who, who cares probably about It won't them? be to begin with. It doesn't need to be. It needs to be a nerd success. Yeah. Do it like a lower budget and just... Doesn't have to be lower budget. Well you don't want it to be a big budget because then they'll like But you, you don't know. want it to look like shit either. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of movies are good that are low budget. Both have redeeming qualities. Yes. But Both usually good. the budget is not the factor, it is how you spend said budget. Yeah. That's that's my point. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's low or high then, it's just how you actually use it. Yeah, but then if you have a high budget, you gotta make more money back. says who. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I don't care about the, what they make back. I just want a good movie. I don't I care. Know, I don't, I don't care if you go under after you make it. It just needs to be good. Mm, you are a wise man. You see what I mean? Yeah, it's not my problem that you go under. I gotcha. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I just want to see good things. Okay, he's got a point, guys. What can I say? And when is has when placating to the masses ever worked for a video game movie? World of Warcraft shit on itself for that reason. That's true. Number 10, the eSports giant TSM FTX is suspending its sponsorship deal with the second half of its name and currently collapsed cryptocurrency exchange FTX. Now back to being known only as TSM. Yep. Microsoft is dropping the price of its Xbox series. We talked about it. Number 12, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, thanks for the dollar, has a new perk. Three-month free trials of Apple TV Plus and Apple Music. So, hey. If you like free things. There's some more free welcome things. Welcome Game Pass. I didn't know that they did that. They I have a whole either. section. They have a section of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate that's called Perks.
1: And I knew, it's literally I knew, shit like this. I knew that, was...
0: but I didn't know like this was in there. Yeah. But oh, let me tell you right now, I guarantee if I load up Game Pass Ultimate, I have a month for a dollar. Probably. And guess who now gets a month for a dollar for three months at Apple TV? <laughs> there you go. Apple TV's got some good shit on it. I know. So, I've heard. Ted Lasso, you probably like that. Uh, I'm, fi- I, I take Kenny's word if I like it or not because he knows where my campiness will not be allowed. Uh, all right. Number thirteen, Shroud now co-owns Main Gear. Main Gear is a New Jersey-based company that builds custom gaming PCs. Hey, Main Gear, send one north. Yeah, save needs, me some uh, time. He needs a new PC. Well, not to say anything wrong. But. No, no. I need specifically a 3D cache processor, and then you can just do whatever for the graphics card. Just give them a 4090. That'd be convenient, and uh, <laughs> I love you forever. Game Pass, uh, Game Pass, Game Pass. Main gear, main gear, main gear. See, I can, I, I can just <laughs> weave it in like nobody even noticed So organic. It's oh yeah, exactly. Uh The Witcher Three, Main Gear, Wild Hunt next year. <laughs> <laughs> nobody even notices. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt next-gen upgrade will be arriving on December 14th. Uh, Number 15, NCSoft has announced an open-world MMO shooter codename project. Its gameplay has a sci-fi theme to it and is set to release on consoles and PCs in 2024. And if you like arms, boy does it have arms. (laughs) That's going to be a reference that nobody's going to get until they watch the literal last 30 seconds of the trailer. And bots. Bots and arms. Yeah. Bots and arms. Boots and pants. Boots and pants. And boots, and boots and arms and <laughs> <laughs> Number 16, the PlayStation VR 2 is launching February 22nd. I'm pretty sure we knew that, but Matt wanted to remind you anyway. I, I feel like we knew that, but like it was... I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Yeah. It was like popped up on news. I don't know if like PlayStation said something else. I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> they went, hey, it's still coming. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yup. But anyway, it's been seven days. What you been up to? Um, living the normal life, uh, playing God of War a little bit here and there. Um, I think I just need to play more of it to make a final verdict. Um, you got a ways to go before I allow you to make a final verdict. Yeah, I feel like I'm further into the game than I actually am. So I don't feel that way. So that's interesting. I don't feel that way about where you are. I know where you are. Yeah, in relative. To where I am, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't feel that way if I were you. That I have a lot, a lot, a what feel that you have a while to go. Yeah, not that you're. You said you felt like you were further in than you thought. Oh, what I meant to say was, I feel like I need to. I feel like I'm not that. I'm not as far in as I think I am. There, I'll agree with that's what I. That's what I meant to say. I feel you now. I get what you're saying. Um, trying to dust off the cobwebs of that. So that's frustrating. Um. Watching, there is, there is a lot of that. Even in that couple day break, I kind of came back and I was like, "All right, how do I fight again?" Yeah, okay. okay I'm good. Watching Andor still, one episode left of that. That shows amazing, so good. Um, Thanksgiving Bondathon or Andor Bondathon or Andor Bond. I don't know Andor. You could binge like probably pretty easily because episodes are generally like. But you know the rule. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I mean, you could. Bond-a-thon. Well, it's Bonathon on the top half of this. Screen. I don't know if you saw the news, but Disney's putting Andor on like a whole slew of. They're putting it on Hulu. Well, I don't know if you saw the news, Matt, but let me hit you with some facts. Okay. Bondathon on the top of this screen. Hate watching a Qatar World Cup on the bottom of this screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Football in the middle, probably. Yeah. Okay. 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 The beauty of a vertical screen. Yeah. Have you been enjoying it in that orientation? Yes and no. Okay. Still get used to like things not being the correct resolution. Hmm. Because it's not the right height for. Yeah, you kind of have to have like a certain. Yeah, I have to have windows at a certain size to make things actually like pop correctly. Yeah. Um, But it is still nice. Better than the space saving method part of it. It's like still good. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, one episode ago, you looking forward to the finale? Like, like in terms of story building going well? Yes. Or are you kind of at the, you don't know how it's going to end and if they can actually set it off in a good way. I mean, it, it it's, I don't, it seems like it's obvious how it's going, how it's it in it. what state it's going to end. Okay. And how it's going to end, like what the the scenario is going to be, but I don't trust that. Like that, it seems too obvious. Ah, so you think that M Night Shyamalan will direct the last episode? Yeah, I think there and might be something the, going Ooh, on. What a there. twist, Darth Maul! But the the thing that I'm not looking forward to is the fact that it is the last episode, and I know that it's going to be like Are they doing a longer one? This is, has I think at least two seasons planned. No, no, the, I mean the, like the final, is the final oh, episode Oh, the final extended? episode? I don't know. Because I know some shows like to do that. I don't think so. I think they're just going to do a standard episode. um, And it is planned out to cover, it's meant to cover the five years. Five years is what it's meant to cover, and it's meant to, um. there's going to be more than one season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Anime, doing the anime thing, watching uh, Chainsaw Man, which is a wild, wild anime. Guy has a fucking dog chainsaw devil thing that co-inhabits his body with him, replaced his heart, so now he's got a rip cord in the middle of his chest, and when he pulls the rip cord, chainsaws come out of his hands, feet, and head. Then he fucks shit up, and his only goal is to uh well his one goal was he wanted to uh touch uh girl's breasts. He he did that. His next thing that he's working on now. I goals. <laughs> That's, th- this is listen for all you people out there that are like it's oh, kind of man, you're I'm, saying I'm depressed and whatever. Keep the goals realistic. Just keep them small. It's funny you should say that because there was a whole episode arc about how people were giving him shit because he wasn't taking things seriously because his goals were things like that. They didn't understand that he's a simple man, and he lived a very terrible life. Simple man, simple pleasures. I understand that. So now his goal... Multiple days I go through that. (laughs) (laughs) Now his goal is to kiss a girl. I'm not sure I agree with the order, but I... Fair enough. Oh, that's true. Fair enough. They have this whole, like, weird cultural, like... Courting procedure. where, like... They... Every anime, there's tropes in every anime. One of the tropes is, like, accidentally grabbing a girl's boob. Oh, well, the accidental is one thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought, so was it this? This was purposeful. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He rescued a girl. Which, that's the part that's weird. He rescued a fiend. A fiend's cat. And so Mm. she promised that she would let him touch her boob, her boobs, if he rescued her cat. And he did it. He had to fight a very large bat to do it. That was evil, very evil. I it mean, can't. hey, listen, it can't make the deals you want to make. You know what I mean? What other wild things about the anime can I just <laughs> fucking wreck you with? Um, I don't know. That's that's, that's an anime you really can't. Is it yeah, Japan no. or China that has the population problem? Both, right or no? Uh, Japan has the population problem, as in the birth rate is really really low. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that one. Yeah. 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 Yes. I blame anime you, you, yeah, might not be weird, wrong weird procedure list of how you do things there, as far as I'm concerned as a filthy American, honestly, I think the problem is the whole Western and Eastern culture colliding, yeah, there's a lot of I think well, you know japan they're they're yeah. like everyone else, but more so <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think, Dan Carlin. <laughs> So I think uh, the problem is, you know, they're getting they're getting they're assimilating some Western cultural ideas as in like, you know, Westerners are generally more selfish. But I feel like it's it's assimilating to like certain genders more than other ones. And then that like it's not assimilating to the culture, like to the entire population at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like hitting pockets of it. I think it's a I think it's demographic. I think yeah. it's ages or anything else. So, like, you get, like, the younger people are focusing more on themselves than doing the traditional family route. So, they're just not having kids. Yeah. So, there you go. We solved uh, Japan's uh, birth rate problems. What have you been up to? Can't wait to title this podcast, Solve the Japan's Birth Rate <laughs> yeah. Problems." Tune in at 11. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've i been literally little out of war. About 20 hours, I think, at this point. I'm moving right along. Mm-hmm. Still don't feel like I'm halfway through. Uh, actually, you know what? Now that I say that, I might be halfway. Kind of just like vibes I'm getting where I, I, at any point, I could feel the switch getting flipped to, all right, we're at halfway now. It's weird to me that, like, it's hard for me to, um. how do I want to say this? I mean, technically, I guess I could look at, like, the chapter list and then look online to see a chapter guide, but I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, it's true. uh, Before the game show came out, there was a story saying that the main story on its own was, like, 20-something hours. True. And that if you did everything in the game or whatever, it would be, like, 60 hours. Yeah, 50, 60, yeah. And it's hard for me to... It doesn't seem like that's the case. It seems like it's longer. Probably, but also the two people... Being Dewey myself, obviously, I know you've talked to other people, but, like, Dewey and I, I know for a fact, are half-clearing all the side areas before we leave, usually. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in uh, Vanaheim, I did a bunch of side stuff before I left. I still left with it at, like, something, 40-something percent or whatever. But I, you know, stopped and did a bunch mm-hmm. of side stuff. So I'm I'm probably four hours there. Just okay. existing or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a lot of that where, like, the time chunk is not... If I had the time chunk of like time, so I'd you think that, act- actively bothering with only the main. So story. you think once you finish the game, you'll probably be at like forty something hours or something like that. Yeah, I would suspect I would finish it at around thirty-five to forty, mm-hmm. and then debate whether or not I go back. Yeah, that's that's what my guess is. Kind of. I might also just finish it at thirty. It never, you never know, because there's always that part of me where. You get sick of doing all the, the side. I can't reach the point where I and, sprint. Yeah. And then it is my burden. Yeah. Uh and then that and wow. You know, football manager. Football manager's uh kind of been putting the back burner with with all this other stuff going on, but been playing my own save and Kenny's been playing his and football is always a slow burn. It is, but I'm in the transfer window now of like when now that it's only me playing my save and him playing his save, like we can move through stuff pretty quick. Mm -hmm. But now that the World Cup is actually starting on Sunday, football manager will probably either get really invigorated and I'll be playing it again, or it'll be put on the back burner because I have the World Cup to actually watch and take -hmm. in real soccer instead of. Yeah. Like, I'll get. It will give me the itch to want to play. But after Sunday, there's four games a day for like a week plus. So. Yeah. I got a lot to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're about a week, a little over a week away from. From Dragonflight. Yep, yep, 28th, Monday at 6 p.m. Took, uh, you have time off, right? Yep. Like, the loser I am. Hey. You do what you like. Ma! Hot pockets! (laughs) (laughs) That'll be me yelling to Max to get my hot pockets out of the microwave. They're Bagel Bites. Pizza rolls, pizza rolls. That's what it is. Pizza rolls, not bagel bites. Bagel I love bites. bagel bites, but here's the thing. I like bagel the idea bites. of bagel bites. Exactly. <laughs> I like the idea, but what's the number one problem with bagel bites? They always get fucking like hard and exactly. I'm not trying to cut open my mouth. You either eat them immediately they're, and they're fucking molten and yeah. soft, or you wait for them to cool down and then they turn into fucking rocks. Yeah, and then it's croutons with pizza stuff on top. Yeah. and I'm like, I, li- I listen. I love a good crouton, but come on. Mm. At least with pizza rolls, there's some consistency. Yeah. I'm expecting lava to a potentially frozen center. Yeah. I expect that. Yeah. So I know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm not cutting my mouth open. Yeah. Usually my, my pizza rolls, not that I eat pizza rolls all the time, but I usually- I haven't had pizza rolls since Shadowlands. Launched. I usually cook them, not overcook them, but I cook them like till they're molten. And then I let them cool down. So, like, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, my plan. So, you're yeah, not frozen. I literally haven't had them since Shadowlands launch, because it was one of my go-tos yeah. then. But I would oven sheet them. Mm-hmm. Then just pop the oven tray out. Let it chill on top. Mm-hmm. Then just swoop in with the old paper plate method. Scoop them all up. Got a pile of pizza rolls. And it's game time. Because yeah. I am a child. <laughs> you, know what, you know what else? What I was really thinking would be a good move. You know. I saw it online the other day because people were talking about, like, oh, what are your launch things? People are looking, like, 12 packs of Monster, and I'm like, okay, you guys are degenerately heathens. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what am I, 12? I'm not doing that. I honestly, I'll have some energy drinks, but it'll be the stuff that's, like, better for you. hmm Not the... Not the straight sugar and fucking... Yeah, it's the stuff caffeine that's, Caffeine like, and... Uh, the buy uh, BAI. Mm-hmm. Like there's, They have an energy one now. Yep. It's closer to like a juice. It's not carbonated. Yeah. But it doesn't have any of the like the bullshit in it. Yep. So it's relatively good. Mm-hmm. I'll probably still have one bad one or something around. Just, you know, treat myself because I'm me. But treat yourself. Uncrustable. Mm. Uncrustables. Mmm. Uncrustables. Big horrible. brain move. Throw them in the fridge. They're underrated. And then, boom, always have a quick, you get the bigger ones that are mm. strawberry and oh. all. <laughs> Tell you right now, mouth mouthwatering at the thought. Delish. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. And clean, quick, easy. Yeah. I want a snack, walk down, grab one, walk back up, keep playing. Eat with one hand, move with the other. Done. Place it to be. Lying around on my dragon looking at my thick tail. Exactly. What the tail do? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, that being said, we will see you in seven days. Uh, seven days will be post-Thanksgiving at this point, so... Yeah. Yeah, What the? give me some, like... Tell me what you had for food. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, food. Because mm. we are going to be some fat bastards. <laughs> yes. Uh, that being said, we also might be eight days. We'll see. Yeah, it'll either be a Friday or a Saturday recording, but, you know, now like you guys are pressed for when you hear this anyway. he will be all right. Yeah. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the food. Toodles. Hold up.